What's up, everybody? Thank, welcome to the the next ep- episode of Dev and the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're just watching some fights, uh, and we're chilling. Uh, today, uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to get into the upcoming UFC card, but first, we're going to sit and talk about John Jones. John Jones. Pulling a... Uh, Pulling some slick moves this weekend on some cops <laughs> uh, and his fiance. Um, uh, they weren't very slick. I think they're no. very. I think they're very brute and uh, very uh, head 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 force trauma <laughs> type moves. Uh, so at twelve hour within twelve hours after he was his, inducted into the Hall of Fame, his fight against Gustafson was. Um, he ends up getting arrested for domestic violence and assault battery assault and battery Mm -hmm. and then he damaged a car and the fines for that were pretty high and now that we have more details we know that um we don't know exactly what happened between him and his fiance but what we do know is that she the cops were called and she had a bloody nose and a messed up lip and the kids were saying to call the cops like everybody needs to call the cops and whenever John Jones was arrested, he was drunk and he headbutted the hood of a police car and dented it. And chipped the paint. And chipped the paint. You know how fucking hard you have to hit that thing to do that? With your head. Yeah, with your head. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's pretty uh, punk rock, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool, John. Do it again. Um, I think it's fucking, like you know, it's kind of fucked up is like he headbutts this car and then you're like, hey, that's a felony. After he just literally threw his fucking forehead into a car. Um, and I'm like, man, um, I don't know. It's just, but I think the more of the story is what he did to his fiance, though. Uh, he's been with yeah, his fiance. Absolutely. Yeah. In front of his children. In front of his kids. Like, and whenever they asked their fi- her, fi- the fiance, apparently she had blood on her face and on like a bruised lip, like a swollen lip. Yeah. And, um, she's bleeding from her lip. And what else happened? Um, and she had blood on her sweater whenever they had asked her about it. Um, what originally started it was also before uh, when the, right after the kids had called for security, uh, they had the, they had asked the con- she asked the concierge for an extra key, and uh, he had asked if everything was okay. And uh, she seemed like she was, she said she was too scared to go back to the room. Yeah. Um, and so John Jones said all he did was just pull her hair, and. Um, I guess there's, I, I doubt that it was just that. Apparently, like, people were saying that he more than likely probably put his hands on her. And um, it's just a, just a big mess. But, you know, um, I mean, with John Jones, it seemed like he was finally getting his shit together. And then, then this happens. And uh, I've actually watched some people talk about saying, I think, if anything, like, this is going to help like him out it's uh, as a as a more of on the entertainment side because people are going to want to see him either lose but they're going to be like regardless of how john jones acts outside the ring it's uh, uh outside the ring in the ring he's still one of the greatest fighters of all time and so like um I, when i heard this guy point that out this guy's name is look at my opinion he's on youtube he's i like his content uh he's not very biased he's pretty straightforward um and he's he points that out so he goes to the dc and rc show where they ask ryan clark what his opinions are on that and ryan clark was like well i mean inside the ring though he's still one of the greatest of all time and it's like this isn't what we're here to talk about though yeah you know um yeah. this is more of like him just being a really shitty human being 
Yeah. And 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 my opinion of that is he doesn't deserve to fight at least for a major promotion ever again. Yeah. Um it's just too many times and this is definitely something that's very it is very serious. I know you yeah. know we were kind of making jokes about it a second ago, but this is very serious. Yeah. Uh, you that's assault and it's an assault on your fiance. Uh, just any woman in general. Yeah. Any person in general. Yeah, whenever um, you're a professional fighter at that stature that he has, when you're as good as he is, you, uh, you, you first off, you never put your hands on a woman. Uh, and then second, and whenever you're a trained professional, like you're a walking weapon, you don't do that, you know? You shouldn't do it at all. Um, but him having done it, and after everything else he's already freaking done, it's... It's just unacceptable. Yeah. You can't keep that guy on your roster. That's that's my opinion. I know some people might disagree. Oh, people I, will. But. I just don't I don't see why you you get to have that guy on your roster. Just drop him. That's not something anyone should want to deal with. Yeah. Um, again, he doesn't deserve to have a job as far as no. a major promotion. Does, should he never fight again? I don't really care. Um if it's something that's out of the public eye, I don't think he deserves to be treated like a great fighter. Anymore. No. Uh, I mean, you know, what happens behind closed doors isn't anybody's business, but whenever it's so uh, like out there with everything that he's done, it's just always been under a microscope, especially after his first DUI. Yeah. Then the hit and run happens. I actually went back as I, I remember like talking about it with you a little bit. And, um, I went back and watched his Joe Rogan episode he did. He was on the podcast, and uh, he talks about the whole incident with the hit and run. And the only reason why I came back was because he left weed in his car. Yeah. Like, he straight up ditched the car, and then he talks about uh, the accident. He's like, I didn't know the lady was pregnant, you know. He's like, but if that would have – if, like, something would happen, like, the if a marriage carriage would have happened, like, they would have blamed me for it or something. I'm like, well, yeah, because you fucking hit her. Yeah. And then after that, he said, you know, just I'm just happy that, you know, nothing was serious happening and I didn't have to go to jail for it. And just really showed, like, no remorse for what he did at all. He was more worried about having to go to jail for what he did, which I get jail. You know, not everybody wants to go to fucking jail, but, you know, jail sucks. But to show no remorse and say, like, you know, the, I'm just happy that, you know, uh, that the lady, that the, the baby, nothing happened to the baby. And it just shows that he's just, I don't know, man, it's just... Uh, people consider him the goat. I don't consider this guy the goat. Um, and it's not even about what he's like done before, but, uh, I just don't like, I, I think that there's other fighters. Like finally he's not number one in the pound for pound. Yeah. Uh, it's Kamaru. And that Usman happened now. before this, right? That just happened. Like th- I was it actually happened like, like 2 AM this morning. Uh, oh, news broke. that was today. Yeah, that, that was today. Oh no. Oh, okay. What's the date today? 27th, yeah, 29th. 29th. Fuck. I'm behind. Um, yeah, on the 29th, uh, the, what's it called? They finally changed Kamaru Usman to the number one pound for pound ranked, in which he should have been a long time ago. Yeah, um, it's just it's one of those things where it's like, man, when is this shit gonna stop? And they asked Dana White about it. And Dana White was like, I'm gonna wait to see what we do with him after we, we, he figures out his, his legal issues. And it's like we have a lot of things pointing at him that he just beat up woman up. I mean, you fire people over less that you yeah. never let in the organization. Yeah, um, and it's just a bad look if he keeps him around. Uh, I don't care if he fights in the UFC again. I know that's kind of a, I'm kind of shooting from the hip. It's more of a hot take how I feel about this whole situation, but um, it's the same thing, man. Like well, I wouldn't even say it's a hot take though. Yeah. It's something that isn't a new story we've heard from John Jones, but ultimately the thing, the issue is he just keeps breaking the law. Yeah, he keeps 
being drunk and disorderly. He keeps getting involved with domestic violence cases. Yeah, this isn't the first time um, either. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. isn't new territory for him. So yeah. I don't think it's a hot take. I think it's something that everybody's kind of thought of for a while. He beat that stripper up. Yeah. In fucking Albuquerque and shit. Like he was kissing her. She told him to stop. He put her in a chokehold, all this types of shit. Like it's not like it's 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 not happened before. Like this guy has consistently done really, really shitty things. And, you know, it's like if we're going to talk about like, well, I mean, look at the fighter. I mean, he's not that bad. It's like looking at Chris Wall saying, oh, he was a great wrestler and ignoring what he did to his family. Like that dude legit fucking killed his family with his bare hands. You know, like it's there's a reason why Chris Wall's not talking Rated about R. Yeah, it's 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 just uh, the fucking, I don't know, the rabbit Wolverine, dude. And um, he's just it's just it's pretty, I don't know, it's just pretty disgusting, like see how that went down like we saw like we've seen it happen with other stars who have done bad things and they come back you know like we've seen like what happened with mike tyson back in the 90s with his with his case you, you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah like with you know with his case while he went to prison for uh we've seen you know adrian peterson football player you know he spanks a kid and then gets in a bunch of trouble but there was a lot more with the adrian peterson thing yeah um and so it's just like, but with him though, it's like how how many times does this have to happen? And it's the same thing with Connor. How many times yeah. do we have to see Connor do something yeah. illegal or inappropriate? Yeah. Uh, for like this recent thing he had with MGK, like oh here we go again, Connor throwing a fit. Crazy Connor. Um, yeah, he's back. Um, it's just it's how far do you go until you make a decision? I think Dana White shouldn't be afraid of going you know what no we're done yeah I, I don't care how this ends up this isn't something that we put up with here we're well, done here well it's like i talked to somebody about the, the mcgregor thing and they're like you know like dustin was more mad saying that he was gonna kill him than you know what he's saying about his wife like people are gonna say that it's a fight and i'm like i get that i get where your point is but the thing is though is you're not talking about what connor said you're just talking about the whole so you're whole time out the situation from the outside yeah you know, look at the inside. Connor literally said, "Like I'm gonna kill you and your wife, and y'all sleep." And pointed a gun at them. Then posted a picture of, the, of their daughter. Yeah. You know, but no one wants to listen to that. Uh, anytime I ever have the rebuttal with that, they just it gets ignored. I'm like, exactly, because you 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 want to ignore that. You know. People want to let Connor be Connor. Oh well, that's what he does. Yeah. Hitler went around killing Jews. Uh, it's just Hitler. <laughs> You know, it's just a crazy boy Hitler. <laughs> crazy Adolf at it yeah. again. You know. Uh but yeah, no, the whole John Jones situation, dude, like, um I I don't think I, I think he should be kicked out of the UFC for it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean look at what happened with the fucking uh Tiago Silva. Tiago Silva, man. That was yeah. my one of my favorite fighters. Um and yeah, he just had a few instances where, you know, he pulled the gun on someone. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um and he he's turned his life around and i'm very happy for him he got sober but he's never allowed to in the ufc again yeah john jones is beating women fighting with cops yeah uh, conor mcgregor is throwing uh, little dollies at other fighters punching little, old people <laughs> Fuck it. yeah like and yet we're okay with that yeah i mean um, it's it's a where, where does the, where does the line at least never hurt anybody yeah it was just serious uh threats very serious threats. Very he was, serious. He was like at, on. He, but he never hurt anybody. <laughs> he was on a standoff with the SWAT team. Uh, it's just <laughs> fucking dude, Tiago. So that crazy motherfucker, dude. Like he looks like he would be like. Yeah, a hitman. and I've I've always said this. Um, I'd find anybody. I I really really would. I, yeah. Whoever's listening, be like ah, Zach, I don't know about you. 
I would. I would fight anybody, anyone on the UFC roster or any other MMA organization roster. Yeah. Thiago Silva's the one person that I'd be kind of scared to fight. That dude is just somebody, scary. Dude. You look at him. He looks like he wants to kill somebody for his, fun. The look in his eyes, man, is definitely different. Um, but, yeah, anyway, you look at you look at him versus John Jones. Thiago Silva got banned from the UFC immediately. John Jones, over and over and over again, has been in trouble with the law. Yeah. And it isn't just like, oh, he got drunk and partied a bit too much and yeah. got in a tussle at a club. He's beating women. He's getting into car accidents, running from the running from it, caught with marijuana. Like, there's all kinds of things yeah. going on in it. The, whenever he was on coke, um, yeah. In the fights with Daniel Cormier, it's it just gets to a point. He needs to be banned from the UFC. I, I was I was actually looking into that last night because I started to think like what I was like what is this guy's history since everything started with his DWI back in like 2011 I believe, uh, or is like after he won the world champ. Yeah, I think it was like 2011. But uh, so um, whenever he at UFC, he's actually failed four drug tests in the UFC, and really? one of those drug tests, the first one he failed was in the U- UFC 182, and uh, when he failed at UFC 182. Um, WADA, who was actually said, who was the original people who used yeah. to do the drug tests, uh, what he felt for they because his his testosterone levels were like extremely low, and people who have done steroids were like that's usually means they're on something if his testosterone levels are low naturally, and um, so they found it in a system. I don't remember the name of it, but what they found in a system, uh, it wasn't it wasn't WADA banned, and so they still let him fight. And so, I mean, just think about that, too. Like, before they had stricter drug testing. I mean, it's just, I can't consider somebody like that the GOAT who's been caught up. But, I mean, to see, uh, the, another thing, too, though, is, like, that's been on my mind is when you're a professional fighter, like, and you're going out and you're just fighting these random people and you're fighting women and stuff like that. Like, I don't, like, or, like, I, I had a friend of mine tell me, oh, well, this guy, dude, yeah, he does boxing. Yeah, he got into a fight over on Main Street, knocked this dude out with, like, three left hands. He's a South probably knocked that dude out. I'm like, that's that's pretty fucking shitty, honestly. Yeah. You know, like I, for me, it's like it's like okay, like if you train, that's cool, dude. But you're literally training to go out and hurt people. You know, it's like you sound like you need to be put in your fucking place. You shouldn't be going out and fighting fucking people on the street. Yeah, I I personally don't think it matters if you're a trained fighter or not. If you go yeah. out and do something like that, you're a scumbag. It's about yeah. morals and not about skill or um, level of how badly you could hurt someone. Yeah. Um, if you're willing to do that to someone drunk or not, you're a piece of trash. Yeah, no, you just and like calling John Jones a piece of trash. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Just with that whole situation with uh, that he that dude was telling me about, like the guy, this dude that he knew, like trains like very heavily in boxing and MMA, and uh, got some middle aged men start talking shit to him, and they started fighting, and they fucking threw down. The guy knocked him out in like 20 seconds. Like fucking the dude, like just fell fa- like back like head first onto the fucking pavement. And then I was like, that's nothing to brag about, dude. Yeah. It's really actually pretty shitty that this dude goes out. Like, couldn't just walk away. It's like, if you train that hard, you should know discipline. You should know when to walk away. Like, what if you would have knocked that dude out cold, his head smacked on the pavement, and you would have put him in a coma? You think you're fucking Murder. tough now? You know? It's like, that's that, that can, even if, if he doesn't die, that's attempted manslaughter. Um, you, But with John Jones, it's like you're a professional, and you're one of the best athletes in the world. We all know that. So it's like, what the fuck, man? And, like, what's his name even? Like, when we were talking about that podcast episode, like, Joe Rogan was telling me, like, I know people who thought they didn't have a, a problem with alcohol because that's what John Jones was saying. Is I never really had an issue with alcohol. He's like, but they'll say, you know what, man, just one shot, one beer. He's like, and it just spirals down from there. 
And that's the same exact situation that John Jones has been in. And to where the point is, it's like, hey, you just need to fucking stop drinking. Like, you just need to leave it the fuck alone, you know? Yeah. Um, we'll see whatever happens as far as his legal, the legal outcome of this. Um, again, I think UFC should kick him out. I think he should be done in the UFC. I don't think Bellator should take him. I don't think one should take him. I don't think any of the major organizations should take him. Yeah. Um, I think states should even be like, no, we're not going to give that guy a license to fight here. Yeah. Um, and I know I don't know him personally, but this isn't how you get someone to want to know you personally. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it really matters. I think what matters is he's breaking the law consistently and he's doing horrible things. He's not just, you know, doing something very minor. He's hurting people now. He's hurting the mother of his children in front of their children. Um, so I think he should be kicked out. And I've seen, like, he's he used to have his fiance on, like, the countdown and stuff like that. Like, she's a little woman. She's very small. She's probably, like, my size. And so he's, like, 6'4", 250. And it's just, like, what makes you feel so good about beating that woman up? You know? Yeah. Piece of shit. So, so let us know your thoughts on the John Jones debacle and the spiral yeah. of his career. Uh, where do you think he should end up? What do you think uh, should happen with him? Do you think he should ever fight again? Um, but other than that, lots of fantastic matchups. There have been some fucking bangers made, bro. Like, more like more bangers than you find on the hub. Bangers. Oh, like, God. there's been some good shit that's been made, and I'm so excited for these fights. Um, started One that'll be our personal go, go favorite, Derek Lewis. I was just about to say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Derek Lewis and um, Alexi Olenek. Not Alexi Olenek. Chris Dawkins. Chris Dawkins. I don't know. What the fuck? Alexi Olenek's got a matchup, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> he does have a matchup. Um, Chris Dawkins and Derek Lewis. I think that's a, it's a really good time for that matchup. Yeah. Um, you got Derek Lewis who, you know, is going down because he just lost. Yeah. Um, and Dawkins is making himself a known contender uh, with his win the other day. So I think that's a great matchup. It's it's going to be definitely a, a, a heavyweight brawl. Because Chris Dawkins pushes forward and he throws hard. Yeah. Um, and Derek Lewis is going to do his thing. He's going to throw down um, and wait for that right hand. Yeah. I mean, and the thing about, like, it's funny because Derek Lewis always says all he just needs is one. But with somebody like Chris Dawkins, like, Chris Dawkins moves fucking well for heavyweight. Yeah. He's a big boy, too. He does not move slow at all. And I think that's something that, uh, I don't know, I consistently get shit whenever I speak honestly about these matchups uh, outside of the podcast because I don't just automatically just dick ride. Um, so I just, I don't know. Like, with this matchup, though, like, Chris Dawkins is fucking good, dude. Yeah. He is. I enjoy watching him fight. He just had a great w- win against, uh, what's that guy's name, Shamil? I don't know what the fuck his name is. Oh, uh, he got dropped, like though. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all that matters is Chris Dawkins won. And so, yeah. um He's just, I don't know, like, it's just, it's a good, it's just an all-around fun fight, but I really think Chris Dawkins takes it, though, <laughs> like, I, I, I do, like, I think Chris Dawkins takes that fight, but uh, I'm always happy to see Derek Lewis win, but um, I don't know, I'm probably, I'm probably speaking too soon as well, but it's a great fight, it's a, it's a huge jump in competition as well for Chris Dawkins. Yeah, it really, it's a huge jump, for yeah. sure. Um, I think him and Tom Aspinall, I think we both think that they are the next two like future stars of the of the heavyweight division um so they're if he wins this fight they're definitely on course to meet one day yeah um hopefully 
they don't get annihilated on the way there. Yeah, they have a very tough road ahead of them. That would slow that down real quick. Like, I expect Tom Aspinall having a, a big fight coming up soon as well. I would expect that just because if they're giving it to Chris Dawkins, they're probably going to give one to yeah, Tom well, Aspinall. Yeah, Tom Aspinall is closer to top five now, isn't he? Yeah, both um, of them have already broken the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely exciting. Um, speaking of Dawkins, Kyle Dawkins, yeah. the brother, who's in middleweight fighting Kevin Holland. That's going to be a pretty good one, I think. It's a Saturday, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we're going to get into that later. Yeah. Um, other matchups, Alexi Olenek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alexi Olenek taking on Greg Hardy. Uh, what's called? Uh, that's going to be a... Speaking of men okay. who beat oh, women. Oh, yeah. Speaking of women beaters. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, Greg Hardy takes... I, I mean, shit. What the fuck? Why am I making predictions already? I need to shut up and just talk about chill, how good man. these fights are. Um, I think... Uh, that's gonna be a good fight. If uh, Greg Hardy seriously needs a fucking win, though, if he wants to stay in the UFC with that fight, you know, he's going against a guy who is super good on the ground and shown a lot more durability than he has in the past with his fight against Sergey Spivak. Um, he looked really good in that fight. He just it was just a good dog fight. Uh, but that's just that's a really fun fight to make as well. Yeah. And so uh, the bantamweight division is getting shooken up as well. We haven't. I think we talked a little bit about the Petorian and Aljamain fight being called off. Uh, yeah. The doctors wouldn't clear Aljamain, and everyone's giving Aljamain shit. But well, he deserves rightfully it. so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he. It's not his fault, but he still deserves. Yeah, it. yeah. He uh, he just needs to shut up and just say like stop trying to fend why he pulled out. Just be like the doctors wouldn't clear me. Like it's that simple. Yeah. Um, and so now we have Petorian taking on Corey Sandhagen for the interim uh, bantamweight title. That's a big deal. That's yeah. a, I love that fight. That's I'm a big fan of both those guys. Um, I do think it's a little crazy that Sandhagen's getting it um, as opposed to Dillashaw. Dillashaw's but uh, I, yeah, up? but I was gonna say, but uh, he's injured, right? He just got surgery. He tore yeah. his meniscus in that fight, yeah. um, so he's not getting it. In uh, another matchup in the bantamweight division, we have um, Rob Font taking on Jose Aldo. Or Jose Aldo, and um, yeah, yeah, that one's gonna be exciting. I, I, I don't see Jose Aldo winning that, but I think it should still be exciting. I want. We're gonna. I mean, it's gonna be all around fun fight. That the one's gonna be set for I think December fourth, and uh, that's gonna be. It's gonna. You have Rafon's boxing versus, uh, fucking crackhead. Aldo? Yeah, versus Aldo. <laughs> He, he moves so fast dude Uh-oh. have you seen that shit? the way he like how quick he is he shows great head movement he shows um i mean his kicks too is rob Fong gonna be ready for a kick heavy fighter we haven't seen him go against a very uh, kick heavy fighter before and not just going against one of the best featherweight champions to ever do it who's having a really good run at uh bantamweight you know his only loss at bantamweight is to well, I, I don't. I don't consider his lo- his loss to Marlon Race a uh, actual loss. I thought he clearly won that fight. Yeah. But um, I mean, his own his actual like his one like stoppage loss is by Petor Jan, who's arguably the bantamweight champion. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited for that matchup. I I, I just I don't expect it to ever go to the ground. I don't yep. expect there to ever be any stalling in any. Um, cage work up against the cage i don't yeah. see that happening i see this fight um i could see rob font moving back though i could see him being pretty respectful of jose aldo's power um but him being the aggressor while moving back is what i think is going to happen yeah um another matchup Derek brunson jared cannonier very excited for that one uh, i don't know if we've talked about that one on here yet 
but that one I think is kind of a game changer for middleweight. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely. I feel like whoever wins that fight is gonna be waiting in line for the next title shot for um, with the Whitaker, the Whitaker um, Adesanya. Adesanya two fight. So that's a very fun fight, and I feel like that fight makes a bunch of sense for both those guys with where they stand in the division, where they stand with their careers. For sure. <clears throat> um, I think right now um, the um, the the font and all the fight is in talks to happen. Um, and right now, there's just a lot of fights that got announced that were just in talks to happen, but there's a lot that have been added to cards so that we know for sure we're going to see them. And one of those, Raquel Pennington and Julia Avila, is going to be a pretty solid fight, I think. I think uh, I think this is going to be one where Pennington has a bit more than she expects. I think she has those fights every now and then, and those usually make for good fights. Um, Sean O'Malley, I didn't know this, tweeted out two days ago. Whenever um, Al Jermaine fell out, he said, give me that fight. Well, how about you just go? Uh, you make the same money fighting bumps. They'll so go back to fighting bumps. Yeah, you know you don't get to be in that conversation. You didn't yeah. want it. Yeah, you fucked up. Um, I don't get people that support his mindset with that at all. Um, yeah, I really don't. Like, I don't. I really don't see why people think like, oh, well, Sean O'Malley has a point. Stop listening, to Chel Sonnen. Chel Sonnen is what the fuck he's talking about. Um, he just, I don't know, dude. Like, I get. What you're saying is like, why should I fight the best fighters in the world for not that much money if I'm making the same money either way? When it's like, how do you expect to move up in the division? Yeah, because you're trying to be the best fighter in the yeah. world. That's why you fight. Yeah. Them. What makes you think you're entitled to more money just because you're Sean O'Malley, just because you have a big name? Like, um, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like when people talk about his last fight against against Matinho, like you know it's like okay you get fought a guy who came straight off the regional circuit that guy was not ready for the ufc chris patino that's the goat like i don't mean to disrespect him like that (laughs) but uh he's fucking he pulled out of his fight patino yeah Yeah. uh he pulled out that sucks um but yeah no i just i really don't get the whole mindset behind that because what it ends up doing is you don't get to negotiate for a higher contract next time you sign if they even sign you because you've already publicly stated that you don't care to take the good fights. You just want to make money either way. So you're going to make money either way. So why not just take the easy fight? Yeah. And it, even if it doesn't move you up. So if you have no interest in moving up, you know, maybe they won't sign you. Who knows? I'm sure that they will. But. Yeah. Oh, uh, Zabit's back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zabit is uh, fully recovered, which I'm very happy about. Danny Lincoln. We needed him. Uh, I think the featherweight division really needed somebody else. Cause yeah, and he's, with him being back, that's for sure a big name that's back. Yeah, Henry Cejudo's out here calling out Alexander Volkanovsky still. Like, and the thing I don't really get about that is, though, is um, Dana White's not going to go chasing you, buddy. Like, you didn't really, you weren't, you weren't really selling shit, to be honest with you. Uh, you didn't really bring fighters in. I understand the whole King of Cringe thing. But I think that only worked for MMA fans. It didn't work for anybody else. You it know? didn't even work for MMA fans. I don't fans. think it did either. I like think, Nobody I liked that. No, it was stupid. And it, I don't think it gets you paid that well. I think you just think you have great management. You know? Um, like and, that Colby Covington stuff. Yeah, have you seen uh, our boy? Got some fresh ink. Have you seen it? Tyron Woodley? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got the I love Jake Paul tattoo on the inside of his middle finger. Yeah. Um, hey, buddy, you're like 40. You should really stop and really reevaluate what you're doing now. It's yeah, a cool social media call out, by the way. T Wood, 
fucking jackass. You do that um, on Facebook? Yeah, no, I, I would have. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, let it go. He's not going to rematch you because he knows you're probably going to win. Um, I don't know, man. You just got to let that shit fucking go at some point, you know? Yeah. Um, if it happens, it's going to happen again. They have the whole clause about it, but it it, it happened well, again. Well, Jake Paul has the clause. Tyron yeah. Lee didn't ask for a rematch clause. Uh, well, it's going to happen, though, because they want the money, I'm sure. Jake Paul's going on. He called out Tyron, or Tommy Fury, which, who cares? Uh, I don't know. That whole thing is just still so stupid to me. Um, if if I'm Tyron Woodley, though, I, I chase it because that's a lot of money. Um, set you and your mom up, you know? Yeah, but, I, I mean, at some point, though, it comes off that you're starting to beg for it and just let it go, dude. I, I don't know. Like, getting serious talks. Pull up on them. Fuck it. You're from the streets, you know? Can't pull up on people. We just spent 20 minutes talking about John Jones. Yeah, but John Jones ain't from the streets. <laughs> He ain't from Ferguson. He's from Brooklyn. Who's that? John, John Jones? Jones? Yeah, that's a pastor, bro. I don't want to fucking hear it. He's a church <laughs> boy. Uh, church boy gone wrong, just like all of them, you know? Um, not Holly Holm. Not Holly Holm. No, she's a saint. Um, what's she that? out with John Jones. Get the fuck away from him. <laughs> um, Uriah Hall said he used to party with John Jones. He said, yeah, I he said he was too much. Yeah. And I'm like, I fucking bet. He uh, was like, yeah, John used to party the night before a fight. And I'm like, hey, man, no. No, <laughs> I don't know. Fucking loser. Uh, fucking and uh, Conor McGregor's talking shit to Volkanovski as well, and um, I'm like, yeah, go go try to bully that division again. I bet you that doesn't go the same way. No, it doesn't. Um, someone was saying, oh, well, we don't act like for a second that prime featherweight McGregor couldn't handle Volkanovski. I'm sure it's he like, could. I'm sure it could, but um, we'll never know. So I'm not gonna sit yeah. here and dwell on it. Yeah. I mean, it's what just, we have right now is a McGregor who can't beat anybody. Yeah, we can't go back in time and against get, a guy uh, who can't lose, even when he loses the fight. The judges are like, "Nah, he won." We can't get Col- Cornrow McGregor. We, yeah, we get fucking um, I don't know. We Bald head. we get crazy Conor McGregor now. Ooh. And so, um, what's uh, so? I or you didn't see the Oscar De La Hoya stuff that I was talking no, about? No, I didn't. So uh, he started telling fucking um, Volkanovski on Twitter he's underpaid and he can't stop talking about it apparently. And Dana White called him a crackhead and they started talking about it. Uh, they asked Dana White about it after the Tuesday Night Contender Series fights. And they had asked Dana White, you know, what's your opinion on that stuff? He's like, honestly, man, if I was uh, De La Hoya with some of the shit that I've, he's got caught doing, he's like, I would go hide on a fucking island somewhere. I would not show my face in public. He's like, but he has no room to talk about me not paying my fighters. He's like, if, they, if I don't pay my fighters that well, he's like, they're more than happy. They're more than welcome to say their numbers out loud. He was like, look at uh, the last Golden Boy Promotions fight. He's like, the uh, a total salary puts it all together was thirty six thousand. This is public record. He's like, thirty six thousand dollars. He's like, that means every fighter on that card it was thirty two thousand. Excuse me. Um, and so he, there were sixteen fighters on that card. He said that means every fighter got paid two thousand dollars to be on the on Golden Boy Promotions card. Yeah. And he said he's like well, that's why Canelo Alvarez left him. He doesn't pay his fucker. He doesn't pay his fucking fighters. He's like Ryan Garcia probably won't be there much that much longer. And he better hold on to that motherfucker as much as he hopes. He's like because that dude could easily go anywhere else. He's like, that kid has talent. He's so good. He's like but don't waste your time with a fucking guy like Oscar De La Hoya. And uh, he did explain why uh, the UFC only pays eight, like I guess a certain per- a small percentage. He's like I have a bunch of employees that I pay. Out of all of our revenue, it's not like we're keeping all the money, but we don't know how much of that is true as well, though, you know? 
So they had straight up asked him how much of a percentage is going to fighters, and he's like, "That's none of your business. He's like, That's my business." Yeah, I was gonna say when he's asked pretty blunt, bluntly about it, he uh, shuts gets, it down. Gets a little shy. Yeah, he gets. He shuts it down very, very fast. And oh, so, oh, I don't want to talk about my numbers. Oh, uh, but let's talk about freaking uh, uh, what's his name's numbers. I'm blanking on his name already. De, De La Hoya. De La Hoya. There you go. Who there gives there. a fuck? Um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that. Watch, watch how fast. Uh, Brock Lesnar transition. I'll never get over that. Uh, again, we're watching fights, so uh, we're, right now we're at uh, the main event of UFC 116, which is Shane Carwin and Brock Lesnar, and just it always amazes me how fast Brock Lesnar transitioned when he was fighting. Dude, there's no bullshit. Ray, he Randy moves like Couture. a welterweight. Um, it's crazy. It looks like you're watching sped up footage. Yeah. It's freaking nuts. Look at that. Yeah. It's just wild. Um. But anyway, absolute monster, um, fucking unit. This uh, main event for the upcoming card is one that really uh, I'm excited for. It's uh, uh, Johnny Walker and Tiago Santos. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm actually really excited for that fight. I think for Johnny Walker, that's a that's a great fight. Um, cause he kind of needs it. He had a lot of hype and then he lost to, um, he lost to Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson just, you know, showed him that there are levels to this and Johnny Walker was on that level. A uh, little callback there. And, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that fight just because, uh, then you have, T- uh, you, you have Johnny Walker is always in an exciting fight. So then you have Tiago Santos, who's also just very, um, He's kind of he needs a win. Like he seriously yeah. needs a win. Um, if he's gonna prove that he's an elite fighter, and he, so far we haven't seen that since his knee, he's came back from his double knee surgery. He had to relearn how to walk in. He just hasn't really been the same. Um, and so I don't really know what's gonna happen. Um, Johnny Walker, this win does a lot for him. So, uh, Tiago Santos shows that he still has that killer instinct that we all see in him since he moved to light heavyweight and. I don't, it's just gonna be a fun fight, though. I think this whole card's great. Like, I think if you don't watch uh, the fight nights, this is a fight night to watch. Cause I mean, it's free. You, yeah, it's free if you have ESPN Plus, uh, or even fuck that if you stream it. Go look it up. It's a fun fight. Uh, the co-main event fight you just mentioned, Kevin Holland's making his comeback, taking on Kyle Dawkins. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, um, I could see it going to the ground quite a bit. Uh, and if it does, Holland's not. I I don't think this one will just be a ground out decision. Yeah. Uh, I think this one could be a finish, and it could be a finish anywhere it goes. Uh, on the feet, obviously, Kevin Holland's more than capable, uh, but so is Kyle Dawkins. And if it goes to the ground, Kyle Dawkins is no stranger there as well. So, I could see this fight getting finished anywhere it goes. Yeah. And so, um, it's just yeah, I I think uh, Kevin Holland takes it. I think he's coming in with a lot more to prove. I like Kyle Dawkins. Uh, both the Dawkins brothers are great fighters, but um, I think Kevin Holland has a lot to prove coming into this yeah. fight, and I think he's able to do so. Uh, he's worked on himself a lot. He's worked on his wrestling. I know people were talking a bunch of shit saying that he was loosening to high school wrestlers. Well, those guys, you know, they've done that since they were kids. The same exact way that Kevin Holland's at. Kevin Holland is not a wrestler, obviously. That's why I got taken down so much, but. Um, it is what it is. I think Kevin Holland's going to come in and prove a point and prove that he is of he is the top ten. He's a top ten fighter that everyone was hoping he would be because he has a lot of hype to live up to. Still, uh, I think a lot of people are writing him off now. They don't want to fuck with him. They don't want to do anything with him, you know. And and so um, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin. Look at that. That's cool. <laughs> uh, that's actually really cool. I, I forgot he's a big UFC fan. Yeah, I actually have Kyle Dawkins though in this fight because I think even if um, Kevin Holland has trained his wrestling a good bit, yeah, I still see it going to the ground. I still see Kyle Dawkins uh, eventually getting the takedown. Yeah, um, I could even see Kevin Holland going in there, and I'm not trying to call him a fool or anything, but foolishly going for a takedown just to make a point. And then it's like you've done all this wrestling training, great. Don't forget about jujitsu, and that's where Kyle Dawkins is gonna, I think, get the win is by submission yeah um <clears throat> well the thing that we've seen out of kyle Dawkins though is that when he's faced adversity he gasses out so i think it's going to be another question is how is his gassing and becoming in kevin holland doesn't really slow down he showed a pretty good gas tank even whenever he's losing yeah he, whenever it gets back to the feet it's always pretty fresh for him yeah when it gets back to the feet yeah when he's on his back though we didn't and get we've to seen see 10 much. rounds of him on his back so yeah. far so yeah. uh yeah he has a lot to go on there and fucking prove so uh, another good fight that I think is definitely gonna be fight night is Cowboy Oliveira taking on Nico Price, and uh, I want to see I want to see Nico Price snatch his soul. Yeah, like, I, I do too. Yeah, um, I want I want to I want to see some crazy shit. Nico Price needs it after yeah. his loss to um, Michelle Pahea. And I think he, in a fight that I thought he should have won. Yeah, it was it was definitely a close one. Yeah, um, but I. I think this is uh, this is his time to kind of say, you know what? No, I'm gonna make sure I'm a name in this division and not just as a as a wrestler who makes for decent fights. I want to be yeah. an exciting fighter, and I'm I'm the guy. So he, I I hope he gets a big win here. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. his work ethic is insane. Even though Alex Oliveira is a little disrespectful, which has nothing to do with how he fights. He fights pretty well, but um, I mean, whenever he he has a very in your face style, but so is Nico Price, and uh, I think Oliveira wilts pretty quick compared to what the pressure that Nico Price can put on somebody, you know? And so, um, I don't know, man. I want to see some crazy shit, and I think that's exactly what we're going to see. Yeah. Watch this fucking card. This is a great card. Um, yeah, so another good fight is Misha Serkinov taking on Christoph Jocko. Yoko. I am Yoko. so excited for this fight. Uh, so I think a Jocko feel, or you know what I'm uh, talking about? Yeah. The, the, the special Very forces guy. That guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jocko Willink. Yes, me? yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, this fight I'm really excited for. Misha Serkinov, I'm a huge fan of him. His submission game is amazing. Really? Um, yeah. I, that, and that's how I see this fight happening. I see him getting it to the ground and getting a submission. But Kristoff, man, his, his stand-up is getting better and better. Um, and I think that he's making his way up. He's having to learn the hard way sometimes, but he's learning. And he makes that very prominent every time he's in there. He looks better than God he did damn. before. Misha Serkinov's a fucking unit. I've yeah, never, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever seen him <laughs> fight. I've, oh, I've seen his name a lot, but his fights always get canceled. Yeah. Um, I guess he's dropping down to he's dropping down to middleweight. That's what it is too. Uh, he did fight. His last fight was against Ryan Spawn at uh, two hundred five. So yeah. uh, he's going down middleweight. I think he'll have a much better uh, feel for it. You know. So uh, that's gonna be a. That's, I think that's gonna be a really really fun fight. But Kristoff, uh, yeah, his last fight was against um, Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland put a clinic on him. Yeah. Um, again, he every time he's gone in there, he goes in there and he learns. Yeah. Um, so even if it's a loss, you know he's gonna come back better. So with this fight, I think he's gonna come back better. He's gonna be a little bit more ready. Um, you know, it's crazy seeing is that Brock Lesnar's uh, trainers are either the same size or bigger than him. Yeah. 
Whatever, bro. <laughs> um, they're all on steroids. So, yes, they are. <laughs> so yeah, I, I definitely see this fight going Misha Serkinov's way though by submission. Uh, he's just he's really good, and Yoko's stand up is great, and it's only getting better, especially after that fight with uh, Sean Strickland. I think he learned a lot there, but I I don't think he's had to go against someone like Misha Serkinov just yet, and so it is going to be new territory for him. But just another learning lesson, buddy. Yep. Uh, so we got um, another. We got a pretty good women's fight. Uh, Aspen Ladd taking on Macy Kiasin. Uh, she is uh, Macy. Could have said Ka- that one. You that? could have said that one right. I'm not entirely sure how it said. I don't know how it said either. But uh, <laughs> fucking. But I like Macy Kiasin. Uh, Chiasin. Macy's a good fighter. I mean, she comes in and throws down. You know, it's pretty fun. Um, whenever her fights go to decision, you know, it's. It was a fun fight, yeah. But usually, I think she's getting the finish. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think most of her fights she gets the finish. Um, Aspen Lad's tough though; she's as tough as they come, and yeah. she works really hard to get the win. So that fight, I think, is going to end up going Aspen Lad's way. She's the veteran. She's, I think, going to be the aggressor. Um, and if not the aggressor, then she's going to be crafty, and she's going to make sure that the fight stays in her corner. Yeah, and uh, so with uh, with Aspen Ladd, though, she's been gone since 2019. Yeah. Uh, it's been almost two years since she's been here, and she's coming back from a pretty bad knee injury. And this fight was supposed to happen a couple months ago. July. Um, July. July. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think Macy pulled out, or did Aspen pull out? Um, Kiosin pulled out. Remember, yeah. we actually talked about this yeah, fight. This did. is why this sounded so familiar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she, uh, you know, like we talked about, like beforehand, Aspen Ladd, she tore her ACL and MCL. That's a serious thing to yeah. injure. That's most of the ligaments in your knee. So I think that's going to be, um, so we have her coming in. So hopefully this time, if anything has helped her, sometimes ring rust is a thing. And, uh, we have Aspen Ladd, who's a pretty young fighter. Uh, and she's, you know, she only has one loss, which is, uh, by, uh, to drain Duranami. Fuck that woman. Um, but yeah, it's so drained Jermaine Jermaine to random me, but it's gonna be a good throwdown though, I think. Yeah. So um, the other fight on the on the main event um, will, will be Alexander Hernandez and Mike Breeden. This is kind of a I think win or lose for Alexander Hernandez. Uh, he needs to win, or it's gonna be a huge loss. Uh, and by that I don't mean his just for the record. I think he might lose his job after this. Um, you never really want to be on the chopping block, but it happens. And with Alexander Hernandez, uh, his style is sometimes fun. Sometimes it's really not. So even when he gets the wins, I don't think Dana White's very impressed, but he's just had such a spotty record yeah. over his last few fights. So I think he really, really needs to start get, putting together a win streak. Otherwise, you're a middle-of-the-road fighter before you even got to the middle of the road. Yeah, and we have yet to see him at, well, I mean, right, right now he's entering his, his prime. His biological prime. He's 28 years old. Um, I mean, we've seen him come up. He's done great things, but we're kind of seeing where he's gonna lie with the division. Like this, yeah. he needs his win. He's fighting a guy. I think who's making his UFC debut. Mike Breeden. Mike Breeden has a good record though. He's 10 and three. Most of his wins are by stoppages. Um, he has two knockout losses though. The well, last loss was to a decision. But um, I mean, it's like it seems like that every time Alex gets tested, he always loses. Yeah, and that's the problem. Is like he has. Only three, uh, four losses in his whole career. One of them was way early to, to Jamal Emers, um, way early in his career back in 2013. Went on to win every fight until he met Donald Cerrone, 
beats Francisco Trinaldo, a tough opponent, beats him, fights Drew Dober, loses that fight, and that was a fucking throwdown too. But Drew Dober is super good. But the thing is, if you're not getting past guys like Drew Dober, how do you expect to make an yeah. impact on the lightweight division? Lightweight division, after Drew Dober, is fucking tough. It starts with Drew Dober and goes on, you know? Um, it's, I don't know, they get better and better as it goes on. And then he beats Chris Grutzmacher, knocks him out cold. That was a fun fight. That was a good one. Then after that, he loses Tiago Moises, who just got dominated by number five, Islam Makachev. Yeah. You know? So he really needs this win to kind of start a way of making his name in the, in the division. Uh, if he loses again, I just don't see uh, them re-signing someone like that. Yeah, no, I agree. So, uh, but Mike Breeden, I mean, he's gonna, he has everything to win in this fight. Yeah. If, so, um, I yeah. don't know. It's just all around tough. But some fighters also I think we should look out for on the prelims if you have time. Uh, Antonina Shevchenko is fighting. She's, uh, She's obviously Valentina Shevchenko's sister who just fought this past Saturday. Um, she's, she's got a tough test with Casey O'Neill. Yeah, she does. Um, I I personally don't see Antonina winning that fight. She needs to get win this fight, too. She does, yeah. Uh, who else we have? We have Betch Cohea actually fighting on this card. Who gives a fuck? Let's uh, say Jamie Malarkey is fighting. Yeah, I thought Jamie that was super Malarkey's cool. Good. Yeah, I enjoy watching Jamie Malarkey fight. Um, he's always a good... I, so Australian guys get the fuck down, um, and he's coming off of a knockout win over Kama Worthy, which Kama is a very, very tough fight, fighter. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's about yeah, all I That'll be to this say. upcoming card. Let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, follow. Do all those things on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram. Uh, we got a TikTok. Start following that. <laughs> Start getting ready for that. Um, it but definitely let us know your thoughts on any of the preceding social medias. Catch you next time.